Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. to episode 152 of another woodshop podcast where this week we're joined by one of the crowd favorites and one of our closest buddies straight from the tough mean and regal streets of massachusetts oh he can dance he can jive having the time of his life oh see that girl watch that scene he is a dancing queen lee from regal street is here (laughs) what is up fellas thanks for having me it is an honor here's lee i got outvoted don't thank me (laughs) what's going on dude how are we doing uh we're doing good, good. you know why we're doing good dan could you want to tell me well, why let we're me doing tell good? you why we're doing good because <laughs> we have amazing patrons uh we didn't get any new ones this week but what? i still want to thank all our vip patrons and that is alexander copa johns bill burkle daniel bryson jake miller of a sweet shop justin from calvary customs christian tongue uh malcolm at bossa nova woodworks matt maynard from patriotic pines max and mindy coons from stubby k studio melinda coons i wonder if they're related uh michael flickinger mike light scott holland from elevated wood design square splinter and steve iadarola because i may have not have butchered that one maybe i don't know i feel good about it though Anyway, yeah, yeah look, that's our patrons. Thanks, awesome guys. Day. And awesome. obviously, and thank everybody that supports us. Thank we, you, uh, all the patrons. We love you all. We really do. And if you want to sign up, go to patreon.com slash podcast and help us continue making the show. Every And making dreams come true. And making dreams come true, because this is our dream to do this every Thursday. Oh, this is your dream? Oh, man. <laughs> Set the bar low. You'll never be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, my mom always told me. Set the bar low, honey. You don't want to. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of setting the bar low, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, I got the spit take uh, from Dad. I was taking a drink. You can't do that. <laughs> um, so Lee from Regal Street is with us today, and if you don't know Lee, you've been living under a rock because he has grown to fame with his. Uh, sexy-licious dance moves and also getting banned from construction sites um, with a camera. All over the East Coast, from what I understand. (laughs) Because he would basically record these awesome little, uh, I guess, uh, lip-syncing sessions um, with guitars made of conduit and, you know, drums made of buckets, banging on a trash can, hanging on a street lamp like, uh, like good old Doug. So, Lee, who are you? Tell us about yourself and tell us why 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 you dance. <laughs> I dance. Give us your give us the history of Lee. Give us the elevator pitch. <laughs> uh, well, I'm an electrician by day. I started woodworking. Batman by night. Started woodworking right around uh, coincidentally right before COVID. And then uh, kinda hit the lottery. Not not hit the lottery, but kind of struck gold and joined Instagram. When you met us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it, it was the perfect storm getting into everything and jumping on Instagram and everybody was home and, you know, on their phones and just every, you know, got into it and um, basically <laughs> just 
rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Why? What? A, what was your inspiration for starting the Friday dances? So, because I know that that has like taken off. It's got it a it's got a crowd off. of its own. I think it started with a stupid. You know, we were at work one day. We were sitting there having lunch, scrolling through TikTok, like you do. You know, and um, one popped up that uh, the banging on the two. The guy was doing like a Blue Man Group style video, and um, we, me and my apprentice, remixed it. And that was on a Friday, and it was like we should do this every Friday. <laughs> and it was just. It literally just snowballed from there. I think he's the instigator here. Oh, absolutely. He, 100%. He's been in it since the beginning. <laughs> he has. And I, I miss him. We're not on the same job anymore. I'm trying like hard to get him over with me, but he's needed where he's at. He's still at the airport where we, where we what all What a crazy started. way to get fired. Yeah. We're coming up on two two <laughs> years straight in May. We'll be at two years. I haven't missed a week. And you, you haven't missed a Friday, right? I have not missed a Friday. I don't think he has missed a Friday. Wow. Damn. I, You've had some collab videos too. We've had some fun collabs. Yeah, I, I like yeah. The, I like doing those, getting everybody involved. It's fun. And like we, you know, we talk. You're talking about uh, the beginning of COVID and stuff. Like we all met then. Like we all met on what Clubhouse, right? We yeah, may have actually probably. been following each other already before that, but like we all met when we were like sub one thousand followers on uh, yeah. on, on yeah. Instagram. We're all pretty pretty small dan and i didn't know each other we're been whatever he was in nebraska i was in poland so but like <laughs> i think we were both following lee at the time so it's crazy probably that, like, we met and then now we're still buddies it's been three years yeah it's wild time flies i'm pretty sure i started following lee when i was sub five thousand followers or something like that yeah and now you guys same, are both like over like 200k and i'm still he, he just away. crossed over 100 I know. He did. I was very proud of him. I texted him right yeah, away. this guy. Okay. Too yeah. bad Instagram's going to get banned. I don't know if you heard yeah, the news I, or yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> At least I don't waste my time on TikTok like you, Dan. <laughs> I haven't posted anything over there since all that talk started. I'm like, what's the point? I'm right. not. What's the point? <laughs> In this economy? <laughs> it's um, not worth my time. Yeah. Anyway. And, and what, what a lot of people, I guess, don't know about you, too, is like you're for most of your woodworking career, you worked out of like a shoebox. Yeah, Basically, I was in a 10 by 16 foot shed. I, I started in my garage and that quick, a foot shed. That, so it was a shoebox. Quickly. My wife quickly kicked me out of the, sh- the garage, which was attached to the house. And all the all the dust started flowing into the house. And she's like, that's it. So I built a lean-to on the side of my shed, moved all the lawn stuff in there, and moved the, what little <laughs> woodworking out, tools I did have. Stuff. Yeah. So, but it was nice. I, I kind of miss the smaller shop because now I feel like things are too spread out. I have to walk. What all. now? You have to. Walk. Oh, I have to walk oh. all the way across the shop to get something. Oh, poor you! Poor you! <laughs> oh, this let's shop talk is too about big. let's talk about the real problem here. Okay, you are Regal Street. Wood shop, you don't yeah. live on Regal Street anymore. Sure. You're basically a fraud. Also, you, you do metal name? work. You know, I don't want all my fans <laughs> to just show up out of the blue. You know, when I when I was at Regal you want Street. them to go, go some other poor sap's house on yes, Regal Street? Absolutely. <laughs> and which one of you is Regal? <laughs> Why are all these people showing up <laughs> there, at my house? There would be a line of cars every night driving down Regal Street. Oh trying my to find goodness. The shop. And now I, I, li- I live in anonymity, and it's beautiful. I'm imagining like like the warriors or whatever. They're just driving around in cars, like banging bats against the side of the car. 
they're, they're actually using they, they use hand planes. <laughs> Come out and play. They use they use hand planes. It's, <laughs> uh, just got, instead of shivs, they got chisels, yeah. but they're all yeah, dull. Exactly. <laughs> chisels these on concrete <laughs> but pete pete hinted at something you've been uh you've been tampering or or tinkering tinkering with tambourine other things other than woodworking right i've started um restoring like i a little bit of metal work you know i start i grabbed an old drill press that I, i'm making my vice stand that's been fun to kind of you know grind off all the old paint and chip away at it <laughs> Is Sorry, that something you said? Fun and then grind paint. I don't understand. <laughs> it's actually very sad. Do not compute. Um, is that something that come about because you have a bigger space now? Um, ab- absolutely, for sure. I mean, I- I've always liked you know tools. You know, who doesn't like tools? And the- I mean, something's something- you like Pete, so that makes sense. That's true. Hey, there's something special about it, like an old vintage tool. You know, when you strip it down, it's all cast iron, <laughs> and you think about the history of it. It's just fun to. You've been hanging out way too much with Lucas. I have. I have. And I blame him and my wife blames him 100%. I saw you buy a base for a what, a mill, right? The drill press. Like, That's what we're talking it about. Was it was for a drill press? Yeah. Because yeah, it's right behind you. And, it's an old, and I saw you buy the base. I'm like, where's yeah. the rest of it? And then I'm like, yeah, he's been hanging out with Lucas too much. He's Now he's buying parts for machines he doesn't even have. Well, it's actually- <laughs> One day. It's to put the one vice- One day you'll have the whole machine. It's to put the vice <laughs> that he restored for me on, so- Mm. It is okay. his one hundred percent his fault. Ah, dang it! He's he's got that way with people and machines. Yeah. I still can't believe he gets all that stuff in his basement. I know. It's, yeah. it's a magician. <laughs> Jeez. Um. So now, how long you've been in your new shop? We moved here in November, the end of October, beginning of November. Dang. So still getting feels used like to you've it. Just been there for a while. Yeah, like a long while. I mean, is it, uh, is it cooled? Do you have a Do you have AC in there? Not yet. I think I'm gonna oh, get a split a unit for in here. Yeah, I know. I, I probably end up just grabbing one of those little portable units and throwing it in. I got I got to insulate. I have windows, but they're like the the tall vertical windows mm. that slide left or right. They're not like a a regular window. You can toss the European windows. Window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, those damn Europeans. <laughs> um, uh, we'll make so something. Do you, work. do you need me to come over there and help you with electrical? One, yeah, definitely. There's, yeah, there's, okay. there's uh, wires hanging all over the place. Over I'll there. see if I can pencil you in. Right. We can probably make that happen. Right. I appreciate <laughs> it. Because when we if bought you, our house, I'll, I will Lee give you my CNC if you come help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so fun, fun story. The first time I met Lee in person is we were like talking for a while. Emma and Danielle, his wife, became um, friends as well, and we're all just chatting one day. And I was like, "Hey, I'm moving into this new shop." How about this? Because I would keep telling, kept telling him, and Danielle kept yelling at me that like he's a CNC, and she'd be like, "Shut up, Peter!" Oh, that's right, screaming that's at right. me. <laughs> so I was like, "How about this? You guys come out for the weekend, you strangers that we've never met that could murder us. Why don't you guys come out, stay in our house, maybe murder us? Um, help me run all the electrical. I'll buy all the stuff and and whatnot. You just help me wire it up, and I'll pay you in one CNC." And he went, "Okay." And then <laughs> that was that's your how old <laughs> X car. No, that Shepoko? was my uh, old Shapoko. Yeah, yeah. Which Lee still has. Yep. Yeah, he just recently got a new router for it for no reason. For no reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, the brushes died, and I, I gave him extra brushes, and he didn't know. The craziest part: <laughs> I, I had just run a three-hour carve, 
and the simultaneously the three hour car the second <laughs> the carve was done the bit lifted off the workpiece like three like five seconds before that I look at my wife and I'm like that sounds weird as soon as it it lifted off the bit the, the router died just the brushes <laughs> gave way like it needed the the tension <laughs> from the workpiece to keep going <laughs> yeah. and it held on for me to the very end it's just like the final it was like, <sighs> like, I couldn't have planned it any better. But I've so done I, my work. I jumped the gun and I, I ordered a, a Makita, but which is probably the better. And then Pete I mean, said, "Hey, it, dummy, I, I I gave you the brushes." But at least they're fairly cheap. I mean, those well, little Makita. The good thing right. is, you got the, the was, Makita one seven zero one dash oh six or something like that. Something like that. Wordflex. Yeah. yeah, it was like a hundred bucks on Amazon. Or whatever. Yeah, but the base for it actually fits the carbide router perfectly. So now I have an extra trim router. Nice. It worked oh. Out. oh, okay. So you still got yeah the base. The it. base fits right in. They're they're a match. So I'm on my third or fourth Makita router because yeah, the the Onefinity uses a, uses the same router. Um, I recently gave all the bases to another local woodworker because he was like, I oh, actually right, use that. Bases. <laughs> I I actually use that router, and it would be cool if I had a couple extra bases. I'm like, take them. They're yours, Go man. Uh, well, it's all about that base, right? So, mm. Yeah, no trouble. Um, awesome, dude. Well, uh, let's. Um, why don't we just jump into what's on our bench? How do you guys feel about that? I'm okay with it. I'll allow it. Are you okay? All right. Well, did you play the music? It cut out. I, oh, uh, let's try it again. What's on my bench? There you go. Oh, okay. There we <laughs> There it is. There, there it is. is. Okay, because he needs to write yeah. it down. Um, so, Dan, since you're writing, Lee, what's on your bench? What are you working on this week slash month? Because you don't do this weekly with us. Well, I'm I'm in a bit of a, a lull actually, so well. I finally have time to work on the project for the family member that wanted that. You know, when you have time, will you make this oh, for me? One of those. I never have time. So, of course, it's for mom. She she wants a like a wagon for her garden, <laughs> and she sent me lots of specific pictures. That she wants, so I'm taking as much of the scrap wood I have up in the attic and just piecemealing this thing together with all the scraps I have. From is this going to be an actual usable wagon, or is it more decoration? It's going to be a decoration for her, but I'm going to have fun with it and use okay, it as use like it as hear. practice for something you know down the road. <laughs> Try and because <laughs> like the wheels, right? The <laughs> wheels itself, like I'm learning. I've watched all the YouTube videos on how to make a wooden wheel, like a wagon wheel. So I'm trying to make like a, a smaller version of like an actual wagon wheel, making the spindles, making all the axles. And Are there Wait. a lot of YouTube videos on that? There, I've, there's, never, there's I've some, never searched for that. There's enough. Ancient Roman construction <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> there's enough. So uh, that's what I'm working on now. It's 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 fun. I, I threw up a circle and, you know, Vetric and – Divided into four pieces, so I can actually cut four pieces and made splines and gluing them all together and making a circle out of a four by twenty inch board, cutting multiple pieces so I can spline them together, which is actually how they make them on a larger scale. And um, next up will be the spindles. I can maybe hop on the lathe and make my own dowels for. Yeah, I haven't used the lathe that much since I've been in the new shop, so that'll be fun. Dan, you want to tell them or should I tell them that they sell those? 
I know no, they sell. Him. I don't want to break his heart. I know they sell. <laughs> <Break song. laughs> they, they also sell awesome. wagons, Lee. <laughs> Listen, I scoured Facebook Marketplace for one of these things before I agreed to build it. Trust Just me. get a gorilla card. <laughs> my mom, wow, you made this. Mom is, yeah. mom is very particular. <laughs> ah, she's an omen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so. so, what else are you working on? Anything else? Uh, that and stripping down this old uh, drill press to oh, doing the me- had, doing a little bit of the got metal. me all excited when you started saying stripping. Yeah, never mind. That's been a Take fun process, back. just kind of stripping layers. Like the the press I have, the base that I have was from 1893. Whoa! So whoa, it's got the year. Yeah, it's got the year of our it's, lord. It's got a lot of paint. It's probably all lead and asbestos. That, that's all. <laughs> that's all gone now. So you you railed it like <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that makes you stronger. Yeah. So uh, nice. when are you getting the vice? I have the vice. Where's, Oh, you have That's it. Right. My, it okay. I just I stare at it and I'm afraid to use it because it's so. Pretty. From what I know of Lee, he's got lots of vices. I I see what you did there. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> yeah, estrogas. I got I got more of them. <laughs> Keep them coming. Stay tuned. Keep them coming. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Dan, what's up with you? Well, if you, if you say Etsy orders, so help. What else God. am I going to say? Wait, wait, wait. Let it, me guess. C tables. C tables. Etsy orders. If you say okay, insert, so lose the it. walnut desk. No. no, I delivered that a while uh, back, uh, Lee. I don't know. You haven't listened. I guess I, ha- I haven't listened to it. <laughs> like episode thirty. Oh, oh but I, I am going to start making a walnut table here pretty soon. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, Etsy always keeping me busy, boys and girls. So a week on Etsy is about anywhere between fifty and seventy-five orders for me. So uh, that always keeps me really busy. That's wild. and. I would say about 85% of them these days are inserts. So they're still coming in hot, which is great. I'm so I'm super grateful. Excuse me. You've really dove into the Etsy world. Yeah. Something. You know, you know I, I like it. I enjoy yeah. it. I know like, Etsy's not for everybody, but you know what? I'm That's impressive. I'm doing well. Like, so I don't I remember not too long ago you didn't do Etsy at all and now it's yeah. just like that's all you've been doing. It's awesome. So yeah, speaking of that, uh since I've had Isaiah in the shop helping me, which has been great, uh, he's been working on all the orders, and I've been uh, working on new products. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've we've said this before on the podcast. It's one of Pete's famous lines is always be listing. ABL. Uh, so I'm trying to keep my Etsy store alive and with new products. And with Mother's Day and Father's Day coming up, I'm making some new products for that. I'm trying to make a... A new revision of like the the C table that I make. You know, the C table that I've sold a bunch of. I mean, it's just three pieces of wood finger jointed together. You know, it's it's a nice heavy duty little table, but it's pretty basic in the design. So I I thought I'd kind of juge it up a little bit and see if I could get something else going. And uh that's still a little work in progress. I've shared pictures of it with uh Actually, I think I posted something on my IG. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, you did. Um, and it's on Facebook, too. H- how is it shipping yeah. those, Dan? You ship those as- Not- assembled, right? <laughs> yeah, they, I ship them now. assembled. <laughs> I mean, that's... that's <laughs> it's a, much better now. That's uh, a decent-sized box, right? It's a... Uh, I put them in. So, I have a standard size, and then I also have a size that uh, people can, like, you know, make it taller, or make it wider, you know, whatever. But the standard size box is 24 by 20 by 14. Wow. 
and it cost me about $35 to $45 to ship it anywhere in the contingent 48. That's However, cheap. Yeah, it's not 48? bad with pirate ship. However, you mean I got it in the US? Yeah. In you the said contingent 48? The contingent 48, so not including called? Alaska and Hawaii. Okay. That sounds wrong, but I might be, I'm probably wrong. Is, I'm Polish. You've never heard that before? No, I've heard continental US. Or, uh, Contingent. Maybe. I'm going to bing it now. Okay. Please it. keep talking. Anyways, I got an order for one of those tables from somebody in the North Pole, Alaska. That's a freaking city in Alaska. The North Pole wait, is a real wait, place? Wait, wait, wait. North wait. Pole is a real city in Alaska, you guys. No way. Wait, wait, wait. You got a request for... for Santa ordered one of your tables. One of those C tables is going to North Pole, Alaska. I and got I, an order to Alaska the other day, but it was some like town that I, I I had trouble pronouncing, and it's like above the Arctic Circle. <laughs> it's like what? I'm pretty sure this is above the Arctic Circle too because I I did I checked the rates on Pirate Ship for it because I know how much it's the still bar, the same, how much, right? No, it's 135 bucks. Oh, they're really, really oh like yeah. I got I got bent over <laughs> on that one. I was not I did not see that coming. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's been my week. Uh, are you still looking up contingent? 48? No, no, no. I was trying to look up where <laughs> I was shipping this week because I, I, I shipped shipping. something to Juno uh, last week too. Like I, I, I got the location. I'm like, oh, Alaska. I wonder where this is at. And I just like typed it in on a map. Oh no, I didn't even type it in. In Pirate Ship, you know how it shows you the preview of where it's going. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, why is that in Russia? <laughs> like, like, why is that so high up? I can it was see like, Russia from my house. It's going like straight across Canada. It wasn't even like oh, into like Anchorage. No, like where they sh- where they film all the shows where all the people are sad and there's never <laughs> daylight. That one where they're like, oh yeah, milk's twenty seven dollars at the store, and they have to fly it in once a month. Like those places. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's uh, my week today. Today. That's a heck of a my is, week this week. A, that's a week. Yeah. Oh, it's I was being shipped to Utkwagvik. No, that's not it a was, real place. You're lying. That's Russia. <laughs> like the Whoa. tip. Yeah, the tip of Yeah, Alaska. it's way up on This the is tip. great for our audio listeners. Uh, this is why you should watch the YouTube channel. Uh but yeah, Utkwagvik. Yeah, okay. dang it. It's a thing. Actually, Kamani immediately knew because he's from Alaska. Of course he did. Yeah, he did. All right. Your What's, turn. My turn. Talk about your week. No, I don't want to talk about my you. week. Well, this is you the part to. where Mike would play. Oh my God, who the hell cares? <laughs> oh, that's right. Dan has to put all of these in after I play them. <laughs> you got it, Dan? Okay, cool. Um, so my my week is um, actually so a little bit of Etsy too. We we threw up some Christmas. Don't throw up. St- Don't throw <laughs> so up. we we made Christmas listings, and then obviously we took them down uh, after the holidays, after they kind of died off. But I uh, put them back up because I had some people asking about it. And I actually ended up selling two Christmas tree items that were, that were laser cut already. So this is just my first warning. Every year I warn everyone earlier. Christmas is coming. It's right around the corner. It's only Bro, eight it's months April. away. It's only eight months away. Which means think about what you're going to be making. Christmas 2027 is only 36 months away. <laughs> Carry the I don't two. know if that math is correct. That's not. Tell me where the math guy. Wait a minute. <laughs> if Christmas isn't April in three years, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so I, I just ended up making the listing active because I was like, I was listening to somebody's podcast a couple weeks ago and they're like, you should never deactivate holiday listings. Just keep them up all, all year round because you never know. 
And I'm like, oh, I guess, yeah. And I was going to activate these and forgotten. Someone asked me about one of the items. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. I think it's just deactivated. Made it active. And then they bought one and someone else bought one. I was like, oh, okay. What's up, Dan? Speaking of podcasts, I forgot uh-huh. to mention. I'm sorry. I have to get this off of my brain oh, right now. Otherwise, I'll forget go. it. I was a guest on <laughs> Sawdust Nation podcast. Oh, nice. So uh, if you want to hear me talk more about myself, you can go listen That's to that. Josh and Nick? Right. Uh, it was, yeah, it was yeah, Josh and Nick. Yeah, yeah. They have a third, but I don't think he was there. I was the third. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. I know Sorry. How that feels. That was... <laughs> um, uh, Lee so, with the zingers. Oh yeah. So uh, working on some Etsy stuff. Uh, Emma and I have been also trying to knock out some like administrative stuff. Like today, she is. Uh, this woman is just a godsend honestly because like i am i am crippled by like if by inaction like i have to have everything perfect i have to have 95 percent of the plan laid out before i can start meanwhile we all know that like 95 percent of the problem is just starting like the first 10 percent is really worth like you're getting most of your work done because you're getting motivated and i like we were we got busy with the whole thing with banks and we like I kind of like let these emails that I had I started with some brands after WorkbenchCon kind of go by the wayside. They were all sitting on red and taunting me every single day. And we finally sat down, we wrote some emails, we got caught up on all this stuff and we were able to like bang out all these emails. She proofread everything for me. We bounced ideas off of each other. Like she's getting more and more involved in what we're doing. And it's just awesome. Cause like we sat down and we knocked out like four or five emails. And then after she left, I was all fired up. So I, I knocked out like another three or four um, it just felt really good. Cause like I, I'm really bad about reaching out to brands and you know, I, oh, I guess I should mention I, I hit a hundred K this week. Woo. So yeah, I'm coming, congrats, I'm coming man. for you, Dan and Mike. Um, and it's not going to be hard. I haven't moved in five months. I know I've got a, I've, I hit a hundred and it's just like trickling now. But so, <laughs> you know, now especially hitting that, that milestone, like, you know, we do need to start thinking about this as like, we need to be bringing in more, more deals, more incomes. We need to talk to more brands. We got to figure this out because it, if we want to do this full time, if Emma wants to stay on, like we need to make money doing this, you know, uh, and the, the print shop, a 3D printing shop and the other stuff is bringing in some money, but we'd like to make more than we were making. That's the goal, right? You want to be comfortable. So we're just building everything from scratch now and, and having that extra support and, Someone who's like very administrative minded, like Emma, like has been just immensely helpful. So I really appreciate her. I think she listens to this. I don't know. Uh, so thanks, Em. Appreciate it. Um, aside from that, it's just been landscaping all week. I uh, I live You're one of those on, guys, huh? I'm one of those guys. Yeah. So fertilizing the lawn. I got a bunch of like uh, uh, pressure treated wood. I I'm one of those guys. That, like I keep walking through the aisle that of stuff that I have like projects in my mind, but I never like plan out, you know, I'm going around home Depot and then I'll go like to, through the pressure wood treated sec, uh, pressure treated wood section and look at like, Oh, I could use this, this for that. This will be great for the garden beds. This will be great for this project. And then I never get it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't want to haul it now, whatever. So I finally was like, screw it. I'm going to get mulch. I'm going to get this. Let me just get all the lumber I need. So I bought a bunch of stuff. So we're going to be doing some garden boxes, uh, some some pergola stuff, some stuff for the garden. So I finally got all the material to the house, um, did a bunch of mulching. And thank goodness I knocked it out earlier in a week because it's been getting hotter every single day. It was about 89 degrees today. Tomorrow's supposed to be a little hotter too. 
And uh, the nights are only dropping to like 65 right now. So it feels like summer already. Like, you know, we got like fall summer right now. So um, that's been my week. It's just been landscaping and, and administrative stuff. And Exciting. I think that's it. And uh, I got a... I got a new printer in last Friday. My bamboo finally landed, and I still haven't right. unboxed it because it's been a kind of a busy week with all the other stuff going on. But I'm hoping to do some um, – someone may have talked slash forced me into doing a video on it. Now, is that thing so made out it. of actual bamboo or – No, it's actually made of pandas, but it, it didn't do well in market oh, research. So, gotcha. bamboo. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Pandas endangered didn't like to have sex. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> that's that's it for my week. Should we jump into some questions? I guess. Okay. Um, so the first one uh, is going to be from this person, uh, and I'm definitely not stalling, and their name is Lonnie. Lonnie? Yes, Lonnie Miller. And I, I do believe this one cuts off a little early, so uh, just a heads up. Hey guys, Lonnie Miller here with Crosscut Custom Builds. So I got a question about um, French cleats. So I am planning on designing and building um, a line of wall-mounted um, products such as coffee mug shelves, etc. So my plan is um, uh, doing French cleats for the to mount them and I didn't know if that is a bad idea or a good idea so my plan my thought was if I um, give the cleat that attached to the wall with um, clear instructions and even add screws but I didn't know if that if you know it's a good idea or not um, due to the fact that if something is light enough with the French cleat, if you know so this is where it cuts off um but i mean the gist basically is uh he's making a line of wall mounted uh shelves like coffee mug shelves and stuff like that and he wants to ship the item with the french cleat hardware like make the french cleats and ship it and have the customer mount it mm. um i mean my my answer is going to be don't do that um what you want to get is a was cleat hardware, but not the French cleat. Like, get a metal French cleat. Um, yeah. You can get it fairly cheap. They're not really that expensive. You can get them at uh, hardware stores. And just adjust your price order on to Amazon. absorb yeah. that cost. And honestly, yeah, sure. probably wouldn't cost you that much per, per unit. So uh, you could probably get a bundle of it. And even the cheap ones are going to be pretty strong. And something metal is going to definitely, I think, do a little I mean, better. I how much than, weight are? do you think those things are going to hold? I mean, you don't need... it's. It's not, it's not even the hundreds weight. Of pounds. What I'm thinking is, you know, French cleat, if there isn't, he mentions the weight being, but the lightness of it, like it being light, if you bump it, how many times have you knocked something off a French cleat wall because it's too light? You know, I have all those, like, I have my fancy French cleat wall and I got all my planes and whatever. Oh, yeah, in there. you need to and have if I some pick it up just, Yeah, if I pick it up just, well. just right yes. or just wrong, it knocks off the holder off the wall. So that, I'm thinking those other mounts will be a little better and keeping it Yes, there. I 100% agree. Right. Uh, Buy those metal French cleats you can get at the Home Depot or Menards or Lowe's or wherever you go, Ace Hardware. Or Kmart. Kmart, Walmart. Lee, do you have any any other suggestions? What I would recommend is not buying any extra hardware, but investing in a a keyhole router bit. Mm, That's a good 
That way you well, don't yeah. have to make a jig. Make a so jig. Make a jig. Yeah. Nice and easy. You can th- all they have to do is throw a screw in the wall. You can even give them a little template for the holes. That's a great know, idea. Versus like a printed a video print of somebody using tape. Yeah, to exactly. Put the line. I, no, honestly, I, I, do, I think I the printed template would be similar, perfect. You know, a similar product that I I make. I just use the keyhole bit and. I haven't had anybody have any issues with it. Uh, rather than trying to buy other hardware and add on to, you know, your bottom line and all that, just grab that bit, and that way it's it's a whole package, and you can just they can worry see, about setting the screws in. You see, this is why we have Leon. Yeah. Hey, if, uh, if you wanna, if you if you are set on like sending more hardware with it, cinema. A screw and uh, like a drywall, little drywall anchor. Or yeah, something like get that. a little like get Ziploc yeah. bags. I actually do that with some of my three D printed stuff. You get yeah, screws. So you in could a spend bag. ten bucks on a, on a hundred of those little anchors, and yep. they'll be all set. Yep. Yeah, great idea. Good idea, Lee. Look at you. Yeah. Big, big thoughts, stonks. All right, uh, <laughs> Patrick Gensel. Hey guys, Patrick Gensel here. Um, so my first question is for Lee. When are we going to get a Friday music video cover of Pony by Genuine? <laughs> I feel like I feel like the maker world deserves that. So my second question is for everyone, and that is, with the spring season upon us, what is everybody doing to get their workshops ready for the changing weather? I know for myself, I've flipped the ceiling fan from suck to blow. And I have uh, closed off the damper for my wood stove and gave the shop a good sweep out. So I'm just wondering what everybody else's routine is when the seasons change. All right. Hope you guys have a good day and I'll talk to you all soon. Dan? I, I don't have a routine to change the doors anything over. Open. And, <laughs> the doors are open <laughs> all year long. Uh, the only thing that really changes in my shop is my attire. I mean, it's getting to the point where I need to break out the flip-flops. Flops in the shop, baby. You know what I'm talking about, Lee? What do you do? You do anything? Have You well, you haven't even is, been in that new is, shop long enough. Exactly. This is the first heat wave I've had in the in the new shop. So today, I was actually, I ripped off the, the plastic that you put over the windows to insulate, you know. Okay, double. Grandpa. Exactly. Yeah, in this economy to get rid of the drafts from the from the freezing cold outside. Um, but I have a two car garage, so one of the doors I actually disconnected, and I'm using it as an extra wall space. And today I desperately wanted to open that and get more airflow in here, so that situation might change pretty quickly once it gets hot in here. Confession, uh, real quick, because you said draft. Uh, when I was a did young you dodge young, it? No. <laughs> I had bone spurs. I didn't dodge. It. Um, it's a no, when I was a kid. When I was a kid, when when my parents or my grandparents would talk about letting the drafts in, I thought they were talking about giraffes. <laughs> and I was I was so confused. I was like, I didn't think there were giraffes around here. Like, anyway, whenever I hear that word, it pops into my head. Sorry. Go on. Did, did your dad have? Don't to let the giraffes in, people. Don't did your dad ever have in. to run errands like a bunch of guys named Aaron outside? No, he didn't have any friends. <laughs> 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 I gotta um, go run the errands. What? Oh, and to address the, the the pony question, I gotta keep in mind that my grandmother is my number one fan, 
and she is she, the first one to see all these videos. She likes oh, she's she, she so, down with ponies. So I gotta keep it. I've, I've, there's plenty of songs out there I've thought about doing. And Need to do some NWA for Grandma. You then, know what I'm saying? And then I've had to roll it back. Straight out of Compton. Yeah. <laughs> Straight out of Regal. <laughs> we keep it PG over here. Yeah, <laughs> that's respectable, I guess. Did you guys both go? Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, you so, go now. Well, he mentioned ceiling fans, and my first suggestion is get ceiling fans. <laughs> like that's big because even when it's hot, when there's a breeze, it just makes everything better. So like any breeze. Is a good breeze. Have you seen the ceiling in my shop? Well, you can it's touch. covered in pipes and <laughs> touch it. Um, you don't have to get the one with like a chandelier attached. Just I want to get, get one of those fan. big ass fans. <laughs> B- that's that's B- the B- real F's. company, people. Um, it is no, cursing. they're actually really funny. Uh, they, they're pretty funny on TikTok. You should check them out. So and they're local so to me. Get, are they really? Yeah. Oh I, no way. A friend of a friend is the owner. Really? Yeah. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Lee just knows that. I know the big ass. Yeah. Guy. They all grew up on Regal Street. <laughs> <laughs> I know Mr. Ass himself. <laughs> um, so yeah, like get ceiling fans. I think that's a great idea. Um, there's something about like ceiling fans that's a little better than like having like a corner mounted one or setting up a box fan on top of something and gets knocked over. We all we all have that two foot by two foot box fan somewhere in our shop or somewhere in our basement. We all try to set it up. We knock that stupid thing over a thousand times a day. Or pull on a cord because they're only four feet for some reason, you know. So do yourself a favor, get a ceiling fan, get a licensed electrician to install it, uh, you know, because it's definitely worth it. Or at the very least, get something that mounts on a wall up high, you know. I don't have a ceiling fan, but last year I invested in a industrial grade uh, oscillating fan. That thing is okay. fantastic. Don't move. Loud. Here. I was gonna say it's loud AF. I have a loud. Great. I have like an industrial grade oscillating fan in the corner of the shop, up high. And they're they, loud suckers. Yeah, they are loud, but they it moves air though. They man. work great and they move a lot of yeah. air. Yeah. That's the nice thing about the box fan. It, it it's pretty quiet. It does do that. Um, if you have a window to the wall, it, like it, throw in an AC unit. Get a get a. You know, random wall, whatever. They're like a hundred bucks at Home Depot. Um, you know, when when they all start dropping in like May or something. Till the sweat drops down. My. Down till the AC drops down. My so, walls. Like I, walls. I do it in the most trashy way ever. Like I live in a nice-ish neighborhood. Um, every house has central air, so no one has like window units. Where I grew up, like everyone had window units. That's just how you like how you cooled the house because the houses were old. And um, my house is the one where, like, you look at the front of the house, it's a beautiful house, and then in one of the windows out of the garage sticks out a freaking window unit. <laughs> With a two-by-four holding it up <laughs> no, at no, an I'm, angle. I'm, I'm cool. I, get, I, I make sure it's supported, right? And I, it was a small boy for a while. Get something overpowered because a shop will get overheated, especially if you don't have um, if you don't have good insulation in that shop. You need double what it's rated for. If it's rated I for... Have- yeah, I have a window unit, but I never use it because the doors are always open. You have you did for a little bit. I feel like I got like the really window bad. unit just because uh, coffee and uh, <laughs> we were just talking about him a little bit ago. <laughs> Rusty came came over to our yeah. my shop and helped They're me install. The, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, they they came in August to Nebraska and helped me install the uh, piping Ooh. for my dust collector, and Stakes they were just made. complaining about the heat. And I'm like, this is not even that bad, you guys. <laughs> the humidity is only seventy percent. Like that's pretty bad. Fine. <laughs> so um, I went out and bought an AC just for those guys. 
Yeah, so so get an AC unit. And I guess he didn't really ask us like what the recommendations are. It's just what we use. But like I, I got the AC unit. But for, for since I moved in, I've been planning on a mini split. And usually in a winter, it's not too bad. I have the little heater uh, that's in the corner. It actually keeps up with my shop, especially since I did insulation. Oh my God, what a difference. Like the, the shop never dropped below like 50 or 48 ever, which was amazing. So uh, insulate your shop if you can. But I think this is the year. Um, I may have dropped a line to some brands to see if we can maybe work something out. But even if we don't, I'm just going to buy a mini split this year. Like I need one in the shop because the, the summers can get a little rough and I'm tired of being that redneck house with the, you know, the, the AC unit in front of a, the no, front window. It gives you the charm. I think. Character gives a character. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be nice to have an actual, you know, nice mini split and not have to worry about hooking up the heater. And I actually would regain a little bit of wall space above the laser. So that's going to be my, my move this year. Cause I'm not planning on, leaving that space anytime soon and worst case scenario if we ever move the shop to a new place uh, i could pull that unit you know it can be moved again so um so there's that and i already have the electrical run because uh, a certain friend of mine helped me run everything to the right location so i just need to run it outside thanks lee what, what an idea that was what an idea that was um okay so next question is from malcolm of bossa nova woodworks Hey guys, it's Malcolm from Bossa Nova Woodworks. This week, my question is probably one you've heard before, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If you had no constraints, no commitments, no clients to worry about, no videos to worry about shooting, and money wasn't a problem, you could get into the shop, take your time, and build whatever you wanted. What is the one project that you would like to do? Okay, thanks. Lee? I've said it a couple times before i think but i really want to build like a really nice but i grew up in my my parents had this really big bulky rocking chair and it was like super comfortable you like sat down in it so i i want to build like a nice big boy rocking chair that i could just you know kick my feet up just relax and have a glass of bourbon have a glass of big boy a big boy rocking chair big boy you know, I, that's nice chair i've done i've done a couple chairs but nothing crazy nothing like with that's that intricate or you know with any bends in it or it's all the only ones i've done have been very square and perpendicular you know joinery mm-hmm. i want to do something more intricate that i can take time with and you know explore all the different types of Methods that are out there. Yeah. 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 It's good to experiment. <laughs> it's good to experiment. <laughs> I miss you, Alejandro. <laughs> what Dan? about you, Pete? Oh. oh I said it first okay. and louder. Fine. Uh, this is probably just because I've been watching a lot of Cam from Blacktail Studios videos lately. I don't know. He's, his videos have just been really nice to watch. So I'd, I'd probably like to build a a large like super large like uh claro walnut live edge epoxy table a la cam from blacktail studio the, those tables are so beautiful and i know epoxy tables get hated on i mean even i've hated on them but man when they're done right they just 
They're so beautiful. And I've never, I've literally never made an epoxy table of any kind. So I would actually kind of like to do that. Take my time, be methodical with all the uh, intricacies of, of like a live edge slab and, you know, fill in the holes and just, if you've never watched one of uh, Cam's videos, go do it. I would like to do that. So, but I would need a bigger shop for sure. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you would. Um, so for me, I, I, I mean, I kind of, I'm on the same page as you, Dan. If it was like the one project, I would, I would probably do a river table because I've always wanted to do one, like a live edge, nice. Just do it for me. Not yeah. care about what anyone says. But so I actually took this question kind of like bigger. I was thinking like, well, what if money wasn't a problem? Not a money or content for this one project. I mean, just like tomorrow. I'm retired. I have a pension or whatever. Like, and the reality is some of our listeners are in this position where they, they retired from military or some kind of service or, or a police, or they have a pension or whatever they retire. And they literally don't need to worry about money or content because they have a steady paycheck coming in. And like, that is my dream. My dream is to have us like, like that steady enough of an income. Like I don't need to be rich or whatever. I want to be able to, if I didn't have to make content, if money was taken care of, I would just continue doing exactly what I'm doing. I would tinker. I would fix things around the house. I would improve things on the house. I would, you know, pick a room every couple of months and just like redo it from floor to ceiling. Like I would just keep doing exactly what I'm doing because I finally am doing exactly what I want to do. I'm not doing commissions. I'm not doing, you know, working on something over and over again or whatever. Like, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing and I, this is exactly what I want to do. Even if like money is no, no object, I can just keep playing in the shop and having fun and using those projects to maybe meet cool people and learn new things. So yeah, the dream, right? That's the dream. Well, speaking of the dream, dream. my, my dream, whatever. Speaking of the dream, this one's in French. 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 Hey guys, tonight I have a question about woodworking. Yep, it's been a while. I've been making a bunch of bottle openers and as I don't have a CNC yet, I had to print myself a template, cut with a bandsaw and then use a template bit on a rotor. The problem is that I have a lot of tear out. I only leave like one millimeter to half a mil on the bandsaw, so the rotor bit should not have a lot of work to do. I tried with a compression spiral bit and had like four or five scary catches. Then I tried a big chip bit and surprisingly I had less catch and tear out. I thought compression bit were supposed to be better. Am I doing something wrong here? Thanks. Bye. Dan? I'm actually going to look at Tomas' page and see exactly what kind of uh, bottle openers he's talking about. Because I'm wondering if when he's starting the routing process to flush trim, if he's because he said he had some scary catches. Mm -hmm. uh, Usually that happens when you try to start or plunge into the end grain. And I don't see any bottle openers. Did he say if he had a router table or not? So that was my first question too. Yeah, is that's are you question. 
here's my personal thing with router tables. If I may jump in on this one. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I love and I absolutely hate router tables. I both they love are them the and scariest machine in scariest your shop, freaking machine ever because they will throw something across the room like nothing else and get your hand real close and the smaller the object my rule of thumb is literally <laughs> save your thumbs if it's small or if it's got a lot of curves and twists bring the tool to the item don't bring the item to the tool because you don't want to be finger effing the, the piece mm-hmm. look like when if I have to do all if the... If you're doing a little bottle opener that's like this big, you don't see it in a podcast, but I'm holding <laughs> my fingers up in a circle. You, would you want to handhold that with a router? So there's... Obviously, there's cases where, yes, that makes sense. Like, you can use, you know, press down with something and, like, clean it up real yeah. quick. But you're only cleaning it up. He's, he's you know, flush trimming against a, a template, and that could potentially still be removing a good amount of material. And especially on... You know, like I was doing bottle openers and I was cleaning them all up with um, just putting them in like a little template that I held down or putting it down, put it down with some uh, double stick tape and like bring a handheld router around okay. it, like a palm router and clean it up instead of That's having this idea. little piece. Because he's probably hitting the end grain depending exactly on how, what, what he's cutting out of. Because if he's cutting it, if he's cutting the bottle openers against the end grain, he's got a lot of edges of the grain to catch on. Yeah. You know, if he's going with the grain, there's still some, but it's mostly going to be around the tip of each side of the And to pair. address something that he brought up, he said that he thought compression bits were easier to use and they prevented tear out. Uh, they just prevent tear out on the top and the bottom of the yep. piece so that you get a cleaner cut. Uh, they don't necessarily prevent tear out like you would get on any router bit. Yep. Um, they should work a little better. Uh, especially better than like a straight bit. If you were using a straight straight bit, it should definitely be better than that. But uh, they're not a hundred percent foolproof. Yeah, it's just Lee, mostly the top and bottom layers that it's gonna because yeah. it's preventing the chips from getting forced up or down. Right. But the actual edge itself, if you're catching it's cutting a lot inward of grain, on both sides, mm-hmm. basically. And think about the wood too. Is it tight grain? Is it loose uh, open grain? I, I would say this grain when Lee's here. <laughs> I, I would say the biggest thing is getting as close as you can, taking as much as material mm-hmm. as you can with the bandsaw. Mm-hmm. In his defense, he did say he, he was did, getting within a millimeter, and that's pretty small from what I understand yeah, of metric. What's that, like an inch, right? Look down. <laughs> no, I think a centimeter is an inch, yeah. a millimeter is okay. a quarter of I, an inch or something. Maybe if he does have a router table, maybe you could try starting – the, the cut with a, a, a pin, the the router. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. yeah, the starting the pin. The starting sure. pin. That may help him out get that initial. Cause when I have those catches, it's usually when I first touch the bit. Yep. You know, so that starter pin does help. And always use, you know, obviously use those blocks to, you know, when you're doing yep. something small like that. Don't ever put your fingers near that bit. Like you said, it is pretty scary. but Also, on. Maybe an unpopular option, but instead of taking it to a router, if you're just like just getting it, you know, that last final bit, take it to a a disc sander. Yeah. Yeah. Sand it. Just sand it. Sand it to be almost right there. I think that like get a, uh, you know, if you have a belt sander, even just strap it upside down or sideways on on a bench. Um, And again, we don't know what kind of bottle opener he's doing. Is he doing like one with a magnet catch, like an eight by... 
Yeah, I'm kind of imagining like kind of like what <clears throat> we've done where like it's CNC'd out of flat stock and you round over the edges and he's trying to get it to be that roughly that shape. You know, because like even when like I take those things off to CNC, when I do my bottle openers, I pull them off to CNC and there's some really rough edges to some of them. You know, when it's catching the end grain there and there maybe moves a little bit on the uh, on the tab. It's so like I just take that to the sander. So if you actually stack them, like some of them are narrower, some of them are, are wider, depending on how much material I removed off the side. And like right. so when I'm I'm cutting these wheels out, so I cut the pieces out of the CNC. Mm-hmm. I brought them over to the spindle sander, and I, I sometimes, as I had a bad catch, so what I did was I started, I started the cut. I got one little bit flush, so that that router bit with the bearing wouldn't catch anything. The bearing is going to hit before the bit almost, mm-hmm. and that way I can start with the bit spinning and then work the piece into the, into the bit. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of things that could be going wrong potentially, uh, but maybe do a story and tag us and show us what's happening. We will we'll be able yeah, to that would be a little bit. Yeah, awesome. Um, last one or next one is from Kimani of the Von Strayhorns. Hey guys, I see Mike is off spending time with his other family. Uh, so uh, Lee's here. So what up, Lee? Uh, glad I got to finally meet you in person at Workbench. Um, this question is going to be primarily for you, but uh, you know the other guys can answer as well. Uh, so Lee, you pretty much got you know the internet through quarantine with your, you know, Friday music dance videos. And I know that helped a lot of the, you know, the growth and stuff you were doing on Instagram. Um, So with all the changes to like Instagram and Facebook and, you know, reels bonuses and stuff like that, um, my question for you is, uh, what is your favorite feel-good dessert? Okay, bye. (laughs) What he didn't include in that, but in another email, is uh, the second question, which is, and what do you see yourself doing with your content going forward? But let's start with the important one, dessert. Lee? So my favorite dessert has to be Ben & Jerry's fish food ice cream. Fish food. It's It's got little chocolate fishes in it with marshmallow and chocolate swirl caramel and you leave it you got it what you, the key is leaving it on the counter for about 20 minutes letting it soften up and okay then, and then you're good to go I'm taking notes fish food okay what do you call a fish with no eyes eels blind all right uh, dan, <laughs> dan what's your feel-good dessert uh i Love, 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 love. Okay, and I'm probably going to get... Oh, of course, he's from the Midwest. Anyway. Mayo on a stick. <laughs> warm apple pie. Warm apple I mayo. love frozen mayo popsicles. No, uh, <laughs> I really, really like... Uh, and I hate this place other than this one thing. Uh, uh, Village Inn French Soak Pie. If you don't have a village inn around you and you've never heard of it, you don't know. French soak pie? French yes. soaked pie? Silk. 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 S-I-L-K. Oh. French soak what, pie. Can you describe this dessert to all of us commoners? 
it is it's a chocolate pie like a chocolate mousse and they there's french silk shavings on top of it and it's phenomenal i love it <clears throat> damn i will go there and just buy that pie it's very good Village Inn sucks. That sounds it's much. A, it's a chain. It sounds it's much better than the, terrible. the soaked pie. I was imagining. Yeah. So yeah, like a, French like soaked a, pie. A, yeah, it's, it's I just like, invite Toma over and say like soak that flan? pie. Like, that's not just. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, I am not a dessert person in any way, but there are two desserts that I just absolutely have zero control. Um, first one is this babka thing. It's almost like a you think of like monkey bread it's like breaded or uh, braided bread but they put a bunch of like chocolate and other stuff in there and it's just crazy I saw that good. on an episode of Seinfeld. Yes. <laughs> um not I a holla, but like but like it's this thing and they have it here kind of locally it's uh one of uh Emma's students their the parents actually own the bakery and it's effing dangerous. I will put away an entire thing but the thing is like $50. Like, or like $30, something like really ludicrous, like something where like you can't just like get one. Like, oh, I'm feeling silly. But like, I would <laughs> if I live closer, it's dangerous. But if we're going like, can get any time, I literally cannot have these in the house because I will get like triple the fat that I am now. Just straight up like Cinnabons, like the 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 ones for that come in a box oh, that yeah. we all know, like the, the, the same company that makes all the crap, just Cinnabons. They're so soft. They just melt in your mouth and they, I could put away a box in a sitting immediately. Like impolite company. Just shove them in my face. I have no control. <laughs> Sorry. That's my like, it's not even a feel good. It's like, it's my guilty pleasure. I feel, I feel shame eating it. <laughs> but you don't stop. But I don't. I I'm a dirty boy. I'm a dumb, dumb, shove it in his just face still. Crying. <laughs> Makes them, the tears make them softer. <laughs> I get that way with uh, peanut butter almost anything, though. Like, Really? Have you yeah. had the peanut oh. butter filled pretzels? Oh, yeah. I oh, get yeah. the Costco size. Those things so, do yeah. not stand a chance in this house. I don't even like peanut butter. And like, oh, when speaking, my wife goes to the store. The exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when my wife goes to the store, she has to buy a separate jar of peanut butter for me, like a large peanut butter. Jar because I will eat it by the spoonful. The sex jar and then the food chunky, jar. Chunky or smooth? Smooth, baby. What? Yes. Smooth. I like smooth. smooth Who are you? Daniel Dunlap. You better recognize. God. He's from Nebraska. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. You gotta get with the super chunk. Nope. <laughs> super I don't chunk. like chunky peanut butter. I don't want it to be crunchy. Yeah, I, I eat peanut butter by the spoonful out of the jar. I love it. I love yeah, it. So I get my own jar. I don't like peanut butter. Peanut butter pretzels. I, just, I can't stop eating them. Weird. They're on, they're on a different level. So, all right. Now Tomani, the unimportant question. question. Yeah, yeah. yeah the unimportant one. Oh, uh, now that with uh, reels going away and uh, the bonuses going away and like a lot of stuff changing and, um, you know, some of the stuff he didn't mention was like, you know, a lot of people blew up over the last couple of months because Instagram just kind of been inflating the, the growth and people have been engaging like it kind of diluted the like what brands are willing to pay uh, some of the content creators because there were just a lot more content creators to choose from with them getting paid. So like what do you guys see yourself doing going forward uh, with your content? So Lee, you changing anything up? So well, I, he's got the clap now. I got so the clap. I'm on, I'm on the clapper. 
Which, we'll see what happens. Which with that. is clap on clapper. It's a, clap it, off. It, it's the new clap on clap off. Supposedly the clapper. I'm sorry. I had to. Somebody had to do it. <laughs> Supposedly it's the new TikTok. Who who knows? Right. Uh, I'm still uh, in space. Hey. I don't know what that is. They don't have. They don't it's it's have better than be real. Whatever, whatever that was. Um, but I actually filmed a video the other day with the full intention of putting it on YouTube, not realizing I was filming it vertically, <laughs> and then I just cut it up into reels and shorts and all that instead. But I'd like to <clears throat> focus on the, the YouTube channel instead of just posting shorts, try and get some long form, somewhat, somewhat long form videos on there. Right on. Because you know, Pete, two minutes is, is a long time. So, Yeah. <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> uh, Dan. <laughs> I got it. It took a second. But no, I no, I wasn't talking to you. Now I'm talking to you. <laughs> That's a throwback. Man, from an, two from minutes. Show. I wish. <laughs> So Dan, anyway. now that uh, all of our income's gone away, where what are you doing? Uh, you know what i I don't even know. I don't have a very good answer. I mean, yeah, of course I would like to focus on YouTube, but that does take a lot of time, and I have been super busy with other things, and it's just it's really tough. So i I don't have a real good answer, unfortunately. I you know it's hard to say where you're going to be a couple years from now because. Things turn on a dime, it feels like. So you just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to go with the flow and see what happens. All, all these platforms could be gone in a year or two. You know, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the clap will be huge. Clapper, <clears throat> I mean. <laughs> clap magnificent. Um, well, you know, obviously, like the one platform that just won't die is YouTube, yeah. you know, it just, it, and it's, it's evergreen. People are consistently making money with it. It's the most intimidating one to go into. Um, and you know, that's the one that we're going to try to focus on this year. I know I say it every year and I, I, I failed in the past, but I'm really, really looking to stick I mean true it this to time. I mean it this time. I can stop eating these Cinnabons anytime I want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, we are going to try to focus on YouTube. Um, but, you know, I think there's still a lot of value in TikTok if it sticks around, Instagram, Facebook, For sure. all of those. Because, you know, not every deal is is necessarily like a Instagram reel. Like, there's plenty of ways to make money or just get free equipment that you would already need, whether it's consumables or whatever, through brand deals. And bringing on brand deals, I mean, like, if if we could bring in enough brand deals to do a couple posts a month, whatever, to bring in two thousand dollars a month, like that changes our entire like life, you know? Like mm-hmm. that might not seem like a lot, but like that that takes us from being okay to like saving money or something, you know, or thriving or doing an extra project or something. So so like it's all these little things that that can change the whole, you know, picture. So there's obviously affiliate stuff, you know, there's YouTube, there's, but there's all these brand deals. You can work stuff out. You can't ask for money from brands. And the worst thing they could say is no, the best thing they could say, okay, like what's your, what's your price. And once they say that, like your foot's in a door, start talking, see, see if you can lock something down. If they don't like your price. Like, what are you guys comfortable with? Maybe we can work something out, you know, uh, maybe we can put it on layaway. Maybe I'll like make some content, but you can't get it till I get paid. Layaway. <laughs> you know, but. There's there's still I think a lot of potential with all these um, 
all these brands out there. I mean, there's there's Snapchat content creators that make money. Like, think about how crazy that is. It's you know? still a thing. So, wow. It's, it's still yeah, a thing, it is, dude. Actually. Open up the app store on a phone and like half the time it's some like like ad for Snapchat filters or learn how to Snapchat or whatever. It's still a thing. I don't know how. Should be gone by now. Ridiculous. <laughs> You just reminded me of something when you said oh. Snapchat. Oh, are you big on Snapchat? No, I'm not. But <laughs> I, so like I said, back in what's on my bench, I was working on some uh, newer products and I'm going to be honest, I utilized chat GPT to write some of my product did, descriptions and it was great. And my goodness. <laughs> they're so good. They're so good. I couldn't not utilize them. They were, like, they were I did gooder this, and much wow and better than anything we could have written together. I did this uh, barbecue board for like Father's Day, Dad's type of stuff. And I put a juice groove in it, right? And I didn't say anything about the juice groove when I did the prompt for ChatGPT. And it said something about there being a juice groove in it and it's perfect. And I was like, this thing is so smart. It's crazy. <laughs> Stop listening. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I... I'm unashamedly uh, using ChatGPT to write all my product descriptions because it's so great and it drops so many great like SEO heavy words in there and it's so eloquent. It's it's scary. You're not using ChatGPT, man. I'll tell you what. It's scary good. Yeah, you can get it on your phone now. It's an app on your phone now, so (laughs) super easy. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail that. It just uh, reminded me of that. You're right. All right. Um, did we all answer that? What are we doing I think content so. going yeah, forward? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Braden's our last one. He's a written in question. Lee. Braden. Braden. He asks Lee, "What's the story with the music video?" Oh, he's a write-in. He's a write-in. Okay. I don't need about. to make a time stamp um, on that. Yeah. What's the story with the music videos? What got you started? Why did you get started? And when are we getting WAP, which is warped ass plywood? Uh, give the people what they want. They won't WAP. I forgot he asked that question and I brought it up yeah. earlier, but let's yeah. talk about that again. Let's talk about you and me. Well, let's talk about WAP, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked about the origin story yeah. um, and I, I'll reiterate it again. My my grandma's <laughs> number one. So I can't I can't do what <laughs> if grandma's watching. <laughs> There's some holes in the yeah. <laughs> We're keeping it PG, you know. Uh, and, and the video I'm, the, the Friday video. You videos, know she's seen some I'm visualizing seen grandma some dance, no, she getting has down not. to this song. Like yeah, this is why yeah, this is what bothers me when people are listen, like listen, oh, my grandmother my grandma is an angel. Or my parents or whatever like yo, they've seen some no some stuff. No, Dorothy Omen is I wish a I had saint. A Dorothy, yeah, her name no, is Marion. They've some stuff. Marian they've done Holman some nasty stuff. Does not know anything about any of that. <laughs> All right, fine. Yes. Whatever you say, man. Whatever you say. Just think of it this way: your parents were born. Stuff had to go down. Once. <laughs> once through a bedsheet <laughs> with a hole cut out. It happened once. I think that's what the Amish do, or something. I don't know. Mennonite. Does that stuff. make it better? No, I think that's what like I don't the think about it. <laughs> what the one of the people do. I don't know. Love you, Grandma. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> How dare you? All right. You? Uh I think that is it. Is that it? That might be it. Wow. All right. What an episode. Um Lee, thank you for joining us. Thank you for this having was, uh, me. This was much more fun 
than I had anticipated. Yeah, I, I'm and glad I that he talked hopes. me into this. It was, well, it was I'm, a good I'm, time. I'm a little... You brought it up, Dan. I'm not taking okay. credit. You brought oh, it up. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, Dan yeah. brought it up. Okay. I haven't brought it up because I'm I'm shy and I was like, oh, well, you know, you're shy. I don't want to. I don't want my. I don't want just like recommend my friend. Yeah. And then Dan was like, you well, want he's my Leon? friend too. And I'm like, I've I kissed guess. him on the mouth. <laughs> he's my friend. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Well, dude, I've been listening for a long time. Yeah, you one of the OGs. A- Although Danielle uh, did want me to remind you what? that she was one of the OGs because she used to send us. Uh, pictures of you sleeping during our lives because yes, you fall asleep watching. It is so, past my bedtime. So she is the true OG, and yes, I still have this on up. my desk. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Mine, mine is. Oh, mine's hanging up on my shelf. Although I will say it has. Is it what? It's in that? the sun. No way. Because well, it's in the window all the time. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, oh, it used to be behind well, you, Dan. Right? Yeah, but that's south facing. See, I should have put key. Or that's north facing. I should have put facing. The sun is over there. I should have put a French cleat on it. Yeah, you probably should have. There's a keyhole on the back. There is a keyhole. See, there is a keyhole. <laughs> See, a sideways all right, keyhole. Lee. I still move. treasure it, whether it warped yeah. or not. Oh yeah. I should have it right. behind me cherry. too. Just I think it's to the... cherry, right? Yeah, it yeah. Mine's cherry. cherry. I don't know whatever. Mine's salmon wood. <laughs> Sal- salmon. I really wood. wanted Sal- lace wood, but you know, yeah. you take what you. Need I use Rubio that. cream cheese on that. All right. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Thank you for uh, being on here, Lee. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Damn, thanks for joining to, us. Thanks to our patrons. Also, always, you guys are the best. Yes, they are. Get- I thought. There, oh, sorry. I thought there was more. Okay. Yeah. No, thanks no, no. for our patrons. That was great, Dan. Thanks for letting <laughs> le- leaving that hanging. There's really no better way to say it. It's just thanks to our patrons, and then dances wrap it up. Uh, so I'm just going to keep rambling. I would, no, that was my keep it going. Don't just sit there and say <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much to our patrons. Thank you to everyone that listens. If uh, you can sign up and help us out through Patreon, we appreciate it. You get some, uh, uh, well, you don't really get the behind the scenes, but you do get all your stuff <coughs> early and you get the pre-show directly to your phone as a podcast, which is pretty awesome in case you uh, you miss it. And uh, to anyone that um, you know isn't willing to sign up or not in a position to sign up, just share the show. Share the show. Leave some reviews. Um, you know, grandma falls asleep on the couch. Grab her phone. Subscribe. That's it. That's but all maybe we tell grandma we don't always keep it PG. Yeah. Yeah. Five stars We keep only. it clean. We keep it clean. Right? Ish. Yeah. Depends on who we have on. Fudge yeah. Keep it Fudge, P- yeah. PG for grandma. <laughs> all right. It, it's NT17 at best. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Next week, yeah, next week's guest is a surprise. You'll find out Ew. Tuesday like you usually do. All right. Love you all. Bye-bye. Love you long Bye-bye. time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. My nutsack.